If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. What's up, y'all? It's your boy David with Blackwell Renaissance, and I'm here today to tell you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the best place to make a podcast. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone. Anchor also distributes your podcast across all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. You can also make money on your podcast with Anchor with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're looking to get started on your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. There's no purpose in teaching anybody who don't really want to learn, who really don't want to get to it. Everybody want to play entrepreneur. They don't want the sacrifice that come with this shit. Hmm. True. Late nights, early mornings. You're going to lose friends, lose girlfriends, family going to call you crazy, not going to believe in you, then you make it, and then everybody going to be like, I'm proud of you, let me get some money. What I've realized that wealthy people understand, mm-hmm. and people in general, it's the small concepts that you can apply to get wealthy. You don't got to be super smart and got to know all the intricacies of real estate or taxes or e-commerce or whatever, trucking, whatever it is. It's good if you want to be rich in that business, but you don't need to know that. You don't need to know everything. You just need to know small, basic concepts. Mm -hmm. And one of the smallest basic concepts that anybody can understand is get money by income. Mm. Get money by more money. I woke up feeling wealthy today. My bank account might not agree, but hey, that shit on the way. Me and my niggas laying brick on top of brick till we straight. If you the type that play the victim, you can't come in my space. You know this game ain't for the weak, it's hard to carry this weight. I keep my balance through the ups and downs, I'm never gonna break. You feel the purpose in my spirit when you look in my face. Cause this ain't a second, I can waste some good food on place. Welcome back, everybody. Another great episode of the Black Wolf Renaissance Podcast. Ready for y'all today, your boy David Bellar, one-fourth of the Black Wolf Renaissance crew, checking in with my co-hosts, Jared, Kelly, and Jalen. How y'all feeling, bros? Man, I'm doing amazing, dog. We out here in Houston living like great. H-Town, man. Yeah, but we still got my brother from Chicago, too, so it's a special, special, special Oh, yeah. Moment, so, so nice we had to do it twice. You already yeah, know yeah. how it's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure, man. Well, look, y'all, y'all know this brother. He done been here before. Y'all done seen the episode. If you're a real true BWR fan, he put a lot of people on game about NACA, and he's doing some great things. He got a book about to release, Five Steps to Getting Your Shit Together. None other than our brother Andre Haynes, a.k.a. Renaissance125. Andre, how you feeling, bro? What up, y'all? Thank y'all for having me back on. I'm good, man. Yeah, it's my birthday weekend. Hey, Book you, dropping, merch hitting, courses doing well. I'm helping a ton of people, man. And the interview that I did with y'all has catapulted my brand to a level that I never would have thought so fast. So, like, I appreciate y'all brothers, and I love y'all brothers more than y'all know. Bro, hey, thank you, bro. You, yeah, we're glad we could connect, and glad that we can really just help you out with that because the game that you gave on that, that episode is really still like one of the top episodes, bro. Thanks, so thanks. you've helped so many people from that, just putting people on about NACA and ways that you can leverage and get into real estate for basically no money down. Yeah. It's 
Thank you, bro. Yeah, that was like the whole point of it all. Um, initially, like I say, when I jumped on that live with y'all, it was just kind of like to tell y'all my story and introduce people to the NACA program. And that kind of just like snowballed into this whole thing now where I'm traveling around doing podcasts, doing speaking events, writing books, just like all of these things that I just never really like expected from myself 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now in less than shit, five years, I've done all of these different things. And it all started with the foundation of real estate and then using real estate to leverage that into, you know what I mean? Building a network with guys like y'all and then using that to leverage into growing into a brand. So whereas now, like I say, I don't necessarily have to go get a job. I can just like utilize my talent and my creativity to just generate money like with my products. You know what I mean? That's just like an amazing feeling. Oh yeah, man. For sure. So look, we'll let you introduce yourself for people who haven't heard a the last episode. Yeah. Just a brief one. And then I want to like learn about what's some of the new things that you got. You just mentioned, you know, the products and the books and everything. Sure. But uh, I know you, works. yeah, I was about to say, I know you got some stuff going on in the real estate side yeah, too. Yeah, so I want to, yeah. I want to catch up, bro. Uh, well, if you don't know me, my name is Andre Haynes. This is how I always introduce myself. I'm from the South Side of Chicago, the Ida B. Wills Projects. Entrepreneur, real estate investor, stock market investor, content creator, just an all-around you know, solid dude. I don't come from a whole lot, but you know what I mean? At this point in my life, I've been blessed to, you know what I mean, attain a seven-figure net worth, be able to help, like I say, a ton of people, and just like really like change the trajectory of mine and my family's life, you know what I mean, over the past few years, man. And this is like been, like I say, some of the most rewarding and uh, best feelings that I've ever felt simply because, like I say, I come from the bottom. Like I say, I don't come from financial literacy. My mom ain't had shit. My dad ain't had shit. Grandma ain't had shit. And I say that respectfully, just being honest about it, though. So for me to be the first person in my family, like, doing the stuff that I'm doing, like, the one that's breaking the chains and the generational curses, like, it's an absolute blessing. Powerful, oh, bro. bro. So, Dre, man, I just kind of want to hop right into it, man. You got your book coming out. Yeah. Five steps to getting your shit together. Yes, sir. Less than 10 years ago, you was working a telecom job yeah. that you fucking hated. Hated. <laughs> you hated that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And now you got a seven-figure network. You got your brands popping. You got the merch. You lit now. Yeah. Let's talk about that journey, man. How did you get your shit together? What inspired this book? What inspired the book was my TV show that I created, The Renaissance Support. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to give people The Renaissance Support in a more like professional, more like, you know what I mean, mentally stimulating, you know what I mean, version. Because the TV show was more like comedy. It was a lot of skits and, you know what I mean, stuff like that. But the book is more like intellectually written, you know what I mean? I made sure I didn't curse as much in the book and just like different stuff like that. And there's some different things added to the book that's not necessarily in the TV show. And there's some things that's taken out of the book that aren't a TV show. What got me on the path to doing all of this was, man, like I was just like I told y'all before in that first interview, I just really got tired of being broke. I had to look around and see like who fault it was and just like take full responsibility for all of that shit. I was a grown ass man. You know what I'm saying? Not where I wanted to be. You know what I mean? Now I ain't had the best upbringing or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, it's like, all right. You grown at this point. Ain't no excuses. Like, you can't blame nobody. You responsible for your own life at this point. And that's chapter one of the book, self-evaluation. Really, like, mm. looking deep into yourself and understanding, like, yo, everything that I've done up to this point is a result of something that I've done. Everywhere I am right now is a result of something that I've done in the past to get me here. And if I want a better future, I need to start working on that right now. And at the time, I just had to realize, like, bro, like, you out here rapping, you doing music videos, acting like you got it, but you don't. You really fucked up. You broke. You got an eviction notice on your door. 
you behind on child support. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like all of these things that I had to really like sit and like look in the mirror and say to myself, like, and be in the house by myself with nobody around. Ain't no yes, man. Ain't no, no, bro. You ain't that bad. Like, no, nigga, you weak as fuck. Like whole time, nigga, you weak as fuck. You probably one of the weakest. The mirror, yeah, so. like you really one of the weakest niggas I know. Whole time, like when you, when you really look at the situation, you know what I'm saying. When you ever, a whole ass nigga, yeah, dog. yeah, whole time, like you really a whole ass nigga. Like when you just look at the list of the shit you did, like nigga, you ain't taking care of your kids, your bills ain't paid, you got eviction notices on your door, you out here fronting and flodging, acting like you got it, like nigga. You a fuck nigga. <laughs> like whole time. And when you're able to have this conversation with yourself, mm-hmm. that's the first step because you can identify the problem. It's like, all right, cool. I see what's wrong. Now I got to go make the changes. Mm-hmm. Most people can't even say that to themselves. They not real enough to be like, you fucked up. Most people are like, I'm that nigga. Fuck you mean? You don't know me? <laughs> and it's like, everybody else's fault. Yeah, and it's yeah. everybody else's fault. It's this like unnecessary ass like arrogance that people walk around mm-hmm. with when it's just like whole time. Like, bro, you ain't the dude who you really think you is <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like sit, sit your ass down like you ain't where you want to be like stop playing be real with yourself like are you really where you want to be at 25 35 years old right now when you was fucking 16 years old did you think you was gonna be right here right now no you was telling yourself you was gonna have a million dollars like just imagine all the stuff you was telling yourself i'm gonna mm-hmm. be a baseball player i'm gonna be a fireman I'm... these were all the things we used to tell ourselves when we was kids now when you get older and you sit back and look, you ain't doing none of that shit. You just letting life happen. You just letting life happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like when like I say, when you're able to sit down and have that conversation <clears throat> with yourself realistically and wholeheartedly, man, a whole lot of shit can change. And that's exactly what happened for me. So how do you balance that self confidence? Because you gotta have self confidence to do everything that you want to do, but you can't be overconfident in what you're not doing shit. Absolutely. I feel like that confidence comes with purpose. You know what I mean? Like, you got to find your purpose. You got to find, like, what make you happy. And for me, like, what made me happy was helping people, like, who were in similar situations, like how I was. You know what I mean? So I made it my mission when I got my shit together to tell everybody and everyone who I came across everything that I knew. Because I was reading a lot of books in my transition process, just like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, books written by Gary Vee, Money Master Game, Tony Robbins, all of these different books that I was coming across. And um, most of them all said the same thing, and it was always... When something happens to your kitchen, you might say... This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When you get it, pay it forward. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you pay it forward because you're not getting blessed for yourself. You know what I mean? You get blessed so you can help other people. And you don't go through the stuff that you go through for yourself. You go through the stuff that you go through and you come out of it to use it as a testimony. You know what I mean? To help somebody else who's going through that same shit. And that's going to make their journey a lot easier because you already went through it. And you can tell them, no, don't do that. Did that already. Like, no, stay away from that. And that's kind of like what this book is about. Like, this book ain't about no real estate. This book ain't about no stocks. This book ain't about none of that. This book is a simple five-step guide that I use to literally, like, change my mindset and get on my shit. Chapter one, self-evaluation. Chapter two is Understanding the power of my mind and my words, like you said, like there has to be like that confidence and that balance. 
So after me having this hard ass, tough ass conversation with myself, you a bitch ass, weak ass nigga, but you're also extremely talented. You strong. You done made it through a whole lot of shit. We're not going to beat ourselves down. We're going to talk. Mm-hmm. We're going to speak positive. Mm-hmm. We're going to speak positive affirmations back into the universe. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go out here and we're going to stop saying when and if. Like, we're going to start saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're going to start speaking with action. We're going to start saying, yeah, I am this or I will do this. Like, it ain't going to be no when I'm going to do this. No, I am going to do this. Like, once you start changing your mindset in the way that you talk, like, that shit resonates in your real life. Like, that shit come back to you wholeheartedly. Like, the universe bounced that shit back times 10. And I'm a witness to that shit, man. I've seen it. You know what I mean? Like, the minute I read Richard Dad, Poor Dad, and my mindset switched, and I stopped speaking a certain type of way and stopped pointing the finger at everybody else, and I started, like, looking back at myself, instant change. When I tell you instant change, and I don't mean instant change as far as, like, my financial situation, instant change as far as my mental situation. And that's where it starts first. And that was the first thing with me. And once I got my head together mentally, oh, it was up, baby. It was up. <laughs> like, it was just, like, you know what I'm saying, saving every dollar, eating noodles, staying in the house, stop chasing bitches. Like, it was just, like, I locked in. Like, in a year and a half, two years time frame, I saved up all of that bread. Like I say, y'all know the story. Went through the NACA program, got my first property, flipped that money into the stock market, took that money, got the second property, and shit, here we are with books, merch, motherfucking traveling all over the country speaking. Here we are doing a second interview with y'all, just like linking up with all the heavies in the financial literacy industry and the influencer industry that we fuck with and know, like, y'all my brothers now. Like, before, you know what I mean? I was, like, looking up to y'all, like, damn, I want to be on these niggas' level. I want to do what these niggas doing and now. Here we are sitting in the room together, throwing events together, having dinners together. Like, it's just like the power of your mind and your word just so real. But you got to speak that shit and not only speak it, but you got to believe it and go out and take action on that shit, too. Mm. Sup, family? Hope you've been enjoying the show. I have a serious question for all my entrepreneurs real quick. Is your business moving forward or is it stagnant? Don't you want to know how to get more clients, how to build better infrastructure, how to dominate in your industry? Well, you need to be at the 10th Annual Run Business Conference in Dallas, Texas on July 16th. Run Business Conference will have experts teaching on trucking and logistics, government contracts, real estate, finance, credit, business automation, and so much more. Man, look, fam, y'all got to get ready to run. Get ready to run your life, run your business, and run up this bag. You're only one contract away from changing the trajectory of your business. Link is in the description to get tickets. Let's run it. Run Conference 2022. Message that action, that action, that action part is like the most important too, because a lot of people they'll believe, but they won't take that action because they're afraid, they're scared to actually take that next step. Yeah, because you know they feel like, like you said, they wouldn't even talk that positive talk back into themselves. Now they'll say I'm fucked up. Now they just some people will sulk and be like, damn, I don't even, yeah, like I don't even know what to do now. So. After, you know, you got through those two things, can we go through all the five yeah, chapters of the book? What's, what's next? Yeah, what's, like, I'm going to read the book. I'll give you a brief synopsis of what's going on. So, like I say, the first chapter, self-evaluation. Chapter two, the power of our mind and words. Chapter three is, are you frugal or are you fraud? And that's a lot mm. of people's mm. issue because mm. a lot of people be acting like they got it. Like you motherfuckers be out here acting like they really got it the whole time. They don't. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't nothing wrong with being frugal. Like, bro, sit your ass down. I told you I sat down and ate noodles. 
for two straight years so I can save up and understand like how this process really works. Like, you know what I mean? Like there has to be some type of sacrifice. It's just like everybody wants the muscles, but don't nobody want to go to the gym. And like it don't work like that. You got to put the work in. Like everybody want to emulate the end result. But like you don't see the behind the scenes shit that motherfuckers doing. Like, yeah, you see Jay-Z worth a half a million, a billion dollars, but like you ain't see him when he was in the motherfucking project selling crack. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like there was a whole progression to get to this and people be wanting to like just become this like instant success overnight. And it's just like, no, instant successes overnight take about 10 years, bro. Like, like y'all just don't know. You know what I mean? Like y'all just see like the blow up part, but y'all don't see the part where a motherfucker in the studio for 12 hours a day. Like y'all see the muscles, but you don't see dude in the gym two, three times, four days out the week, you know what I'm saying? Eating a certain amount of food, taking protein, doing all of these different things. Y'all see a motherfucker making a million dollars, but y'all don't see all of the books that he reading, all of the risks that he taking, you know what I'm saying? All of the motherfucking businesses that he's starting. There's like all of these different things that people don't know that big winners, like the stuff that they put in to get those big wins, you know what I mean? Like there is a lot that goes into this shit. Like it ain't just like, instant gratification like mm-hmm. how most people think and I think the internet has like fucked a lot of people up mentally when it comes mm-hmm. to like the whole instant gratification thing because they see so many people doing well and doing good and they just be like damn like I want that like or why can't that be me and then they start trying to emulate this shit and it's like the whole time bro either this person put in a shitload of work you know what I'm saying that you just don't <clears> see <throat> and they've earned that or they probably capping and you just don't know mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's usually no in between. You know no, what I'm saying? Fact. So it's kind of like you just got to decipher who's who and what's what and like understand like what the real process is and this shit and be willing to do the work. Like, man, if you can do the work, you can be successful. But like I said, most people aren't willing to do the work. They just want to emulate the results. Huh. Man, it's real. Hey, Dre, one of the things you said earlier that I really just want to touch on, you said like, before all that stock market shit, before all the real estate shit, yeah. that self-evaluation piece, I just really want to stress that because everything that you talked about to this point is really just about identifying yourself, right? Absolutely. Because even expanding on what you're saying, right, everybody wants to emulate these end results. Everybody wants to be a millionaire, right? But what are you doing for yourself to get there? How are you taking these steps? How are you creating a plan? Like, whenever you were in that situation... You were in a job. Did you have a plan? Like, did you create a plan to get out? Or was it just like, I'm going to take this set of actions? It was, I think people think we always have this foresight of what we're going to be, right? Nah, there was no plan. I was just, like, taking the steps as I was going. Like, so I'll read a book, and i like, just start doing what it say. Then i read the next book, then i start doing what it say. Like, you know, so I read, like, Money Master the Game. He was talking about, like, opening Vanguard accounts and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So once I got enough money to start doing it, like, just what I started doing is just, like, once I started doing what the books say, I'm like, yo, this shit working. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So I just kept doing what the books said, <laughs> too. And it's just been, like, a snowball effect. And after a while, I won't say you have to stop reading. Like, you just have to start educating yourself in different stuff because the information that you're searching for it starts to become redundant and it starts mm-hmm. to repeat itself. And that's when you know it's time. All right, it's time for me to go take my leap of faith because I'm steady hearing and seeing the same thing over and over and over again. So, all right, enough with the education. Now let me go do the work now because this shit's starting to repeat itself. And then once you get that system started, go learn something new now. That shit on auto now. Don't get comfortable. Like, that's why I went, I got the real estate, right? All right, cool. That shit on automatic. 
All right, let me go do the stock market shit. All right, cool. The stock market busting. All right, let me go get some more real estate. All right, cool. Now that's busting. Now I'm super straight. Let me start building this brand now because I got all this free time. I got this extra money. I ain't going to be stupid with it. I ain't going to fuck it off and start going about a whole bunch of material shit, even though I got a fucking sneaker fetish out of this world. But outside of that, I don't fuck my bread off on a lot of stuff. So it's allowed me to be able to build my brand, invest in my businesses like buy my merch like outright like i don't do drop shipping anymore mm-hmm. i did drop shipping just to test it initially but now i have like merch in the warehouse you know what i'm saying in bulk so i can get the better prices on it i buy my books in bulk so i can get the better prices on them, have them shipped from overseas just like all of these different things i've learned how to talk myself i've taught myself how to shoot my own content i have a series mm-hmm. called a landlord life we ain't talk about that on the last interview yeah. and that has been doing really good because i'm giving people an inside look on just like the day to day as a landlord, because of, like I say, the internet like makes the it's a just, highlight yeah reel. man, it's a fucking highlight reel. And the whole time, it ain't that like this shit ain't that. And my series, The Landlord Life, I'm in three seasons at this point, over thirty five episodes, bro. And I'm just showing all bad shit. Like it ain't no good news on The Landlord Life. Our only, <laughs> the only good news it's on the landlord, HGTV, yeah, 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 it's not HGTV. The only good news was when I showed people like, man, I got a tenant who owned a shoe store, and he gave me all these fire ass kicks. That's the benefit of the real estate for me right now. Like shit, I got a tenant who owned a shoe store, and he gave me the lick on all the kicks. Outside of that. I'm having $30,000 plumbing issues. I'm having leaks. I'm having motherfucking pipes busting. Like, I'm dealing with all of these different things. And fortunate enough for me, I didn't have to deal with tenants not paying during the pandemic. But I had a whole lot of other issues, too, though. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And these are the things that I need people to see when they're trying to go get a multi-unit. These are the things that I need people to understand when they're trying to get into real estate or entrepreneurship. Like, yeah, you can start a business, but understand that. The first three, four, five years, you're going to be paying out and you're not going to see a dollar back. Like to start a business, like it's a lot of paying out. Like, yeah, I'm finna just go get these T-shirts and they finna pop off. That's not how that's going to work because all your money, first off, you're going to spend it on your supply. You know what I'm saying? You got to go buy your product. Got to market. You got to have a product. You know what I'm saying? You got to have product or else you ain't going to be able to sell. What are you selling? You know what I'm saying? You got to have product. In addition to the product, how the fuck do anybody know you? You got to market yourself, and that's expensive. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's probably going to be the most expensive part of your budget. You know what I'm saying? And after marketing yourself, now you have to be able to be smart with your money and hope people trust you and like spend that money. And when they do, you got to be smart with your money to reinvest back into the business and not go fuck it off doing dumb shit. Like, oh man, I done hit a lick. We lick. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, you know how we do. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, once you start to learn the process of this stuff and you just start to put all of these things on repeat, man, like, it's not going to be one thing that's going to be the home run. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You might have this thing over here to generate 200 bucks a month. You might have this thing over here to generate $1,200 a month. You might have this thing over here to generate $400 a month. But all that shit going to add up and give you that cash flow every month that's going to allow you to be free and live your life however the fuck you want to. And for me, the foundation of that started with real estate, and I just started building layers on top of that from there. And like I say, none of these are a home run. Real estate is a home run because it allows me to live for free and it pays me out monthly cash flow. But everything else right now, I'm upside down on. You know what I'm saying? But I'm willing to take that risk and that bet on myself because once this shit start popping, it's going to be popping because the ROI on this merch and these books and all of that shit, once it starts selling because of the way that I bought it in bulk, I got it at a discount. Shit, it's up. 
You know what I'm saying? Now it's time. I just got to put in the work, though. You know what I mean? And that's the part that people don't understand. Like, there has to be a, a part where you got to go out and put in the work and you're going to work hard and you're going to, like, find out way sooner than later that the people who you think are supposed to be supporting you and who you want to support you are not going to be the ones that are supporting you, like, at all. And it's going to suck initially because you like, damn, like, I felt like you was going to... And they going to act like they with the shit to now well, thing. Like, man, shit man, right man, now, right now. now. Like, man, send me the link. I'm nigga. on the website, you know what I'm saying? Right now. I need about three of them. Whole time, you ain't got nan alert to your phone. Like, you know what I'm saying? You and know I gonna, can see yeah. this shit, right? <laughs> yeah, and they ain't going to get one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just niggas just be talking. So it's like, that's why it's important to build your brand, market yourself. And I will also say, like, some of the best advice I receive, man, whatever you're doing, like, have a mission behind it. Like, what's your mission behind what you're doing? Like, my brand mindset matters. Like it's to like spread awareness about mindset. You know what I'm saying? About the importance of mindset to young minorities and black men in the hood. Like, man, it's not about your circumstances. It's more so about the way you think. You know what I'm saying? I have four designs for my brand. Mindset matters, which is the main logo and the main concept. Happiness over everything. Because at this point in my life, I just feel like that's just what it is. Happiness over everything. I'm not sacrificing my happiness for nothing. Nobody just, it ain't happening. Like if it takes away from my happiness, just... This much, I ain't fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? Happiness is greater than money because I found out that no matter how much money you have, that's not going to be the you know, foundation of your happiness. Like, no matter what, because I've seen people with millions of dollars be miserable, depressed, sad, all kind of shit. The final one is books are the keys. And I stand on that and I believe in that wholeheartedly because books have taught me every single thing that I know to this day and have given me the foundation to build and grow my brand and to learn how to even network and not be socially awkward or weird. Like when it's time to come and talk to guys like y'all, or you know what I'm saying? Just like books are just like the key to everything. The statement you want to have something from a nigga, put it in the book. It's so true because we don't like to read. We don't like to educate ourselves. We don't like to take the time to put in the work, to do the things that are going to get us to the next level. I've been fortunate enough to be able to, you know what I mean, get past those particular like labels and shit that they put on us. And uh, I can say that this shit actually works. I'm a witness to this shit. And I would encourage everybody to go out and read and work on their mindset before they try to get money, before they try to get real estate, before they do anything as far as like just leveling up their life, man. Level up your mindset first. That's the first and most important thing out of everything. And I kind of want to speak on that. That's. Getting over it of maybe you bought the book before you didn't finish it. You bought a course before you didn't finish it. There's plenty of people that keep buying courses and they never finish it. Or they, okay, I just started my business, but now what do I do? It's time to put in work, right? How do you, how do people get over that? Like, let's, the time to put in work. I think that part is more so like being concerned with what other people think about you a lot of times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, I don't want them to think that I need their money you on broke. Like, it's not about that, bro. You're building a brand. You think McDonald's give a fuck how many motherfucking signs you see on the expressway when you riding past? You think nope. fucking <laughs> Ford give a fuck about how many commercials they put in your face when the motherfucking football game on? Like, it's just like these big businesses don't give a fuck. They don't think none of about that shit. Yeah, like, nigga, you know how many times you're going to see the Geico lizard every day? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> these are like marketing tools and shit that they put in your face constantly to embed these images in your brand. You got to do the same thing with your brand. Like, mm-hmm. stop being scared. Stop caring what a motherfucker think because at the end of the day, 
the people who gonna say something about it and the people who have an issue with it, that's not your customer. You they're not even gonna fuck support about you. They're not gonna support you at all. Like so, fuck them. Go find your customer. Go find who your demographic is and market to them non-fucking stop every single day. And they're going to let you know whether they fucking with you or not. And I know people fucking with me because year over year, I see my followers go up. I see my motherfucking money go up. I see my statistics, my analytics go up. I see the love that I get from people go up. I see the amount of people that I help, which is the most important thing, go up. I see... More people closing on properties going up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I see more people talking about the NACA program going up. These are all things that I can see happening in real time. Mm. And I'm like, yo, this shit is really working. Hey, man, that's very deep and powerful. I kind of want to ask you, because you said, you know, books are the keys. Like, how does that feel to come full circle? I remember last episode, you told me they threatening to fire your ass because you're reading books in the queue. And like, how does it feel to say, okay, I've been consumed all of this knowledge. Now I can put it back out into the universe and let people know, you know, I'm writing a book now. Yeah. How does that feel? And what was that process like for you? Insane. Insane. Like, I got the first copy of it the other day, the first sample copy before they press up the books. And I'm just staring at it like, yo, nigga, you got a book. <laughs> like, you an author. Like, bro, you from the south side of Chicago, the Ida B. Wells Projects. Like, nigga, you have a published book with your face, your name, and your title on it. Like, can't nobody ever and take this ISBN away from you. Number and an ISBN <laughs> number. Like, can't nobody ever take that. You certified for You are author. You're a certified author. Like, add that to your resume. Mm. Like, damn. Like, you know how proud my grandma is? You know how proud my mama is, boy? Like, you know Do you know how proud my kids is to see that dedication on the first page of that book? Like, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Like, I don't give a fuck what nobody think. Like, those people... When they like get that book in their hand and they start crying or they just be just staring at that shit like, damn, like, boy, who are you? Like, we didn't expect none of this shit from you. Like, you were the dark child and like you were adopted. Your mom and daddy was on crack, nigga. Like, how did you come? Nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that feeling right there be like all I need, bro, like to keep me going. Like when my family look at me like, bro, you the one. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really the one out here. Like, that charged me the fuck up. Like, I don't give a fuck what nobody say, think about me. And I, y'all been around me and knowing me for a while. Y'all know I don't get no fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so Thanks. just kind of like, <laughs> when you can, like, operate in that space and just, like, move with no concern about what a motherfucker's saying about you and thinking about you, it's easy to put in the work because you know the results you're going to get. Like, you know what the mission is. You know what you're working towards. But when you worried about motherfuckers, man, I don't know if they gonna like me, dude. Them over there talking about me. They said my shit weak, man. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck is you talking about? Like fuck them and that shit they talking about. Go find your motherfucking demographic of people. Go find your clients and market to them. Guerrilla market to them. I promise you. Like don't give up. It's gonna be times where you don't make a dollar. It's gonna be times where you don't get no likes. It's gonna be times where motherfuckers talk shit about you. Motherfucker might call you a fraud. It's gonna be all that shit. But as long mm. as you know. Who you are, you true to yourself, you know the information that you providing is real and it's solid and it's been proven through action taken multiple times over. Man, stand on that shit. Do that shit. Push that shit. Mm, that's hard. I got another question with like writing the book. Do you think because you were a rapper before that kind of helped you with Way the writing easier. process? Way easier. I always been a writer. Got straight A's when it comes to like school and shit. Like when I was in college, I was on the dean's list. Like I always been intelligent. I just was like 
disturbed by like trauma you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying being adopted coming from the projects just having a rough upbringing like that kind of stuff and then too like not being able to do a lot of the stuff that like a smart kid like myself should be able to do like i was getting like invites to like take like international business trips and shit like that and couldn't do it because yeah, like even though it was at a discount like they like yeah you can do this shit you can travel for a month for three thousand dollars like damn overseas you know why my family had three thousand dollars you know what i'm saying Motherfucker don't got that so it was a lot of stuff that I missed out on and um, just that intellectual background that I had from school, then carrying it over into writing, it made it super easy for me to write just scripts for my TV show, books, just scripts for my content, any of that. Like, I've always been able to just, like, be creative and just really witty with words and stuff like that. So what was the most difficult part of the book creating process for you? The editing. Because yeah. you have to read it like over and over and over, like to make sure, man, did I put a period right here? Is this, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it punctuated the right way? Even after you send it off to an editor, they make mistakes too. Because they be typing so fast, I'm going to put a double letter, any of that. So you got to like go over this shit three, four, five times. So they sent me the sample book and I had to read it and I read it straight through. That was a bad idea because, you know, my eyes got tired and all that. All right, all right, cool. So let me read this shit a chapter at a time. And what I'm going to do is, I'm going to write down whatever errors I find, and then I'll just send the list of the errors over so they can all be corrected at the same time. So I did that, and it was pretty time-consuming, but just the creative process, it was fun. The creative process is always fun. Mm-hmm. It's the back-end stuff that, like, you know what I'm saying, that kick your ass, and it's the same thing when I do my videos. The editing part is what I hate the most because the creative TV. part, this is all cool and fun. Yeah. It's now now yeah. I got to go to Final Cut Pro, chop this shit up, edit the sound, edit the color, do all this other shit, and it's just like, God damn, why couldn't this shit just come out the camera ready? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the hardest thing, man, the editing process. I understand wholeheartedly why people charge so much to edit videos, books, or whatever. Now, I have a whole different level of respect for editors now. It's a super time-consuming task. Absolutely. Time-consuming, but very necessary. Yeah. Dre, man, you spoke on one thing earlier. You said, kind of talked about you always being intelligent, but having those traumas that kind of held you back, right? Can we talk about overcoming trauma? Because I think a lot of people, we get that victim mentality, right? We kind of get stuck on the things that happen to us and these things that we feel like are unfair, right? Like you said, your mom and dad was on crack. That's something you can't control. Yeah. You was adopted. You can't control that. It affects you. Yeah. How did you overcome? That's that whole self-evaluation process. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that look in the mirror like, all right, you going to play the victim? Or you going to come out of this shit and do what the fuck you supposed to do? Because there's a lot of motherfuckers out here in way worse situations than you. Had way less than you and way more fucked up to you. And they doing all right. You know what I'm saying? And like these, like I said, it was a self-evaluation process where you kind of like beat yourself up a little bit and identify what the issues were. And then there's that healing process to power your mind and your words where you start speaking these affirmations back into yourself and building yourself back up. And that was the same process that I had to go through. And it was just like, yeah, like you went through all that, but that ain't. No excuse to be no fuck-ass nigga. There ain't no reason not to take care of your kids. Why, nigga? Why you ain't got no job? Why aren't you paying your bills? Like, those are no excuses to not mm-hmm. be a responsible person. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Those are just things that you went through because of somebody else's circumstance, because of your parents' circumstance. Now, you're in full control of everything. Why are you making excuses? Huh. Unless you have some type of health issue or something like that. It's like, why are you making excuses? That's real. And that's real, like, necessary, too. Like, I'm happy that even, like, question-answer exchange happened because I hear that a lot as far as, like, the mental progression of that conversation. It starts out with you need to have a self-evaluation. You need to have a real conversation with yourself. Then the way that people always, like, take that and go sideways, well, I had this real shit happen in my real life. 
And some of the time it be actual shit that like, okay, cool. This was a traumatic event that like would set you back. But it's like, that's where you have to have what you said come in where it's like, all right, cool. But is that going to stop you? Like, is that going to stop your whole life? Is that going to make you to where you can't do shit else? Or are you going to address it and move the fuck along? Exactly. I just use it as like motivation and as a strength now, because like I say, it empowers me to be able to talk about it to somebody else that's going through it. Like, bro, I promise you're going to make it out of that shit. Like, I've been through that same shit. Like, Mm. you see me now. You know what I'm saying? And I can look at you and I can say that like, nigga, you see me now. Like, I'm an example, not being arrogant or cocky or nothing like, but bro, I do all right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I was way more fucked up than you. Like, I ain't had no mama or no daddy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, like, I ain't, my mama or my daddy wasn't around, boy. Like, at least you got your OG. Like, your mom's still there. Like, nigga, I ain't had, like, my auntie was taking care of me, boy. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's just like mm-hmm. certain stuff. It'd be like, bro, somebody's situation always worse than yours. Always. Like, man, I had a single mom, bro. I was raised by my aunt. Like, <laughs> like you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I ain't had, my mama or my daddy wasn't around. Like, so. It's like you can't let a lot of the stuff that you go through break you. You have to let it like mold you into a stronger individual. And like I say, use that to like catapult you into who you really supposed to be. It's almost like you feel like you're getting pulled back. But the whole time it's like a slingshot effect. Because when you get so far back and it let go, you just take off like a fucking rocket. You know what I mean? And it's almost like the same thing with your life. If you just stay consistent and stay diligent. Like, whatever it is that's holding you back, if you keep pulling and pushing, at some point, it's going to let you go. And when that thing lets you go, you out of here. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's on you to keep on pushing, though. You know what I'm saying? Because the moment you give up, that thing is going to keep on pulling your ass back and holding you back and taking you down. But if you pushing and running and, you know what I'm saying, trying to get away, like I say, the minute that it let go, it's just like... If you holding a little kid t-shirt and he trying to run away from you, you know what I'm saying? He running fast as he can, but he can't go nowhere because you hold his shirt. But as soon as you let his shirt go, he go full <laughs> flash 100 miles per hour, face first into the ground. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's just how it be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you got to know what direction you're going in and what direction you want to go and be ready for when that thing lets you go because you're going to take off. Like, and you got to be. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before putting yourself in position when it's time to blow so for example when y'all did that first podcast with me i was just finna start my brand it was perfect timing i just started trading stock options charles started sharing all of my stuff so it was just like all right now i got these two big ass accounts they both sharing my stuff all because i was taking action and preparing for this shit already it wasn't like all right cool let me start learning this stuff now shit when it was time for me to uh Fuck with y'all. I had got started in real estate already. I had both properties already. Like, I had been taking the actionable steps already. Like, I wasn't 
coming on y'all show like, man, I'm finna do this, 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 and this. It's like, nah, nigga, I did that shit already. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, that shit done already. That's a done deal. I'm working on some new shit. And everything just like took off for me because I was prepared for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I wouldn't have been prepared for it, like I still be at 1,500 followers, you know what I mean? Trying to figure out this whole process. But I was preparing myself, reading books by Gary V, reading Click funnels, the black box, you know what I'm saying? Online secrets, like all of these different things and learning how to build a brand, not knowing that I was going to run into guys like y'all and build a relationship with guys like y'all. And that was going to help me grow my brand. But shit, once they say, when you stay ready, you ain't never got to get ready. Yeah, you know what I'm and speaking Thanks. on that is a lot of times you've got to prepare for that. You've got to look forward, right? I think a lot of times when we get to downtimes, we focusing on ourselves, or the negative part of ourselves. We're just thinking in the moment. We're yeah. not thinking five, ten years from now, yeah. we might have this biggest brand that we've ever seen. Yeah. How do you prepare for that? How do you look forward for five to ten years from now to, hey, Andre Haynes is going to be the biggest brand that he ever had? You especially just, while you're still in the cubicle. Like, especially before shit starts turning yeah. up. It's just got to be a real belief, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? A real confidence and knowing, like, man, I know it's something out here bigger and better for me. Like, I know this ain't it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that got to be, like, deep down in your gut. Like, it ain't nothing that can really necessarily even be taught. Like, it's just, like, in you. It's like they say, like, some people got that shit you can't teach. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't nothing that's taught. Like, this just in me. Like, I'm a, like, shit, I'm a survivor. I'm a hustler. Like, it just... I ain't never really laid down for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, and that's just who I am. That's just like the Chicago in me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't quit. I don't lay down. Like, it could be 10 niggas finna fight me. Like, all right, cool. Let me put my back against the wall and it's finna go down. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going ain't no bitch in me. You know what I'm saying? It's never been that. Sure. Uh-huh. I like that shit. Drake, bro, what you got? I want to switch gears a bit. I just wanted to get to the last two parts of the book. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> we got up to three. Yeah. So the last two parts of the book, the fourth step is like I say, after are you frugal or you fraud? It's building a solid foundation to maintain the stability. Because after you know, you get to that point where you understand, you know your finances. You begin to start being frugal. Like, how do I build this foundation? What do I do? That's when you start like going to like work on your credit, start saving, you know what I mean, preparing to go into whatever it is your next phase of life going to be because you know you're going to have to fund it somehow, some way. Getting yourself out of debt, like all of those kind of things. Just becoming responsible. Mm-hmm. And the fifth <clears throat> step is after you do all of that, is going ahead and finally taking your leap of faith into whatever it is that you've been preparing for with those first four steps. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's you finna start your business, whether it's you finna go back to school, whether it's you finna buy your property. Just like these first four steps have prepared you now to step into this path where you ready to take your leap of faith. Like, all right, all of that fuck weak ass nigga shit. You not identified that you just start speaking to yourself positively at this point. You know what I mean? You've identified that you ain't like as financially stable as you would like to be. Now you've changed that to where it's like, all right, now I'm building my foundation. All right. Now my foundation is established. Now let me go take my leap of faith into what it is that I'm trying to do outside of my job or outside of my children or outside of my family. What is it that I'm trying to build as far as my legacy at this point? And that's what that chapter five is about. Taking that leap of faith, actually like believing in yourself, using your network, reaching out to people you know that you understand can help you. And not just reaching out to them, just like coming up to people and asking for their help with like intention and a plan. Like, don't just ask for nobody. Hey, man, can you do like, nah, look, hey, when I came to y'all, I'm like, y'all, look, this is what I'm trying to do. I got this program called NACA. They helped me do this, this, and this. And y'all like, all right, cool. We got to get you on the podcast. People need to hear this. You said you got that shit with no money down? Hell yeah. I didn't come to y'all just like asking for a favor. I came adding value too. Yeah, you hit us with that. Hey, bro, let's work together. Yeah. Yeah. How the hell we going to work together? 
Shit, I was hoping you was going to Like It wasn't like that. It was just like, you know what I mean? I came adding value. When you take your leap of faith, you're going to have to understand all of those different things. And your leap of faith is what is going to get you to that next level. But most people stop there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They'll do all the other four steps. But when it's time to actually, like, take the action and go out and do the shit, motherfuckers be shook. But that's what's going to separate you from the average motherfucker out here that you actually take that leap of faith and bet on yourself. And take a calculated risk. And with great risk come great rewards. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it's just like if you understand that, you can wait five or ten years because you know that reward is going to be phenomenal. Hey, that's a perfect segue to what you just spoke about. Taking the risk, leveraging your network, all that. So you recently took a new leap of faith. You've been a buy and hold investor your whole real estate tenure. You just hopped into the flip game. Yes, sir. You're doing your first flip, man. Let's talk about it. How's that going? So I reached out to my dog, Henry Washington, one day. Shout out to Henry. Henry, Henry, my dog, man. Um, Henry found me through y'all. It was just cool as fuck. And um, Henry DM'd me one day, and we just, like, built a relationship, and we've been cool ever since. We did a financial literacy conference in Arkansas, Mm -hmm. sold-out conference. It was just crazy how well everything went. Just hearing Henry talk and just speak about what he do and how he do it, just like, i just been intrigued since. I just reached out to him one day because, I have been sitting on some cash, and at this point right now, I don't qualify to go buy another multi-unit property or anything unless I put down 20% on it. I just, shit, I ain't trying to come off that much cash right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, So I'm like, all right, how can I create more money, you know what I'm saying, in lump sums? And it's like, shit, you got to flip, nigga. You know what the fuck to do, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but nigga, you don't know how to flip. Like, you mm-hmm. don't got no contractors. You don't got none of this kind of shit. It's like, shit, all right, what's the creative way I can learn this shit? Nigga, one of your close friends do this shit, like, for a living. Reach out to Henry. Tell him that you'll do whatever you need to do to be a part of the team, and you'll take less money. I don't want to do no 50-50 deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm willing to take less money so I can learn from you. And the way Henry do his deals, they 100% financed. You know what I'm saying? So he was just like, all right, only thing that I really pay for is my mailing list and my calling. So if you take over that, we can split it. Hang on to y'all the percentage or whatever the case may be. But it was a nice ass percentage. It was way more than what I expected him to say. And I'm like, shit, cool. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? We just got our first deal two weeks ago, and it's gonna be a pretty hefty profit. You know what I mean? Let's go. Um, yeah, 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 it's, gonna, it's gonna be a pretty hefty profit. After that, he just told me today because he down here in Houston with me. He's like, shit, I just got another call. It's looking like we might have another deal. So, and we still got three months worth of calling list to go. Like, yeah, we still got 7,000 more people to hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's looking like it's going to go pretty well. We get our first one locked in. We potentially might have a second one. And I'm hoping, like, this is going to be, like, what I really need, like, to get me to the next level as far as, like, my real estate journey and um, my investing journey because all that cash is going to do is allow me to go do more stuff as far as, like, you know, investing, buying whole properties, just stuff like that, man. Like, I'm big on just reinvesting the profits. Like, I ain't going to really be out, you know what I mean, spending no whole lot of money, taking no vacations and shit like that. When I do, it be stuff like this where I come to places and link up with the guys and, you know what I mean, kick it on stuff like this. But outside of that, I'm just more so focused about getting the bag and reinvesting it and just keep on rolling shit over because I see that's what work, you know what I mean? And that's what they do. They don't spend shit. They just keep on rolling that shit over Roth IRAs, passing that shit on to their kids, just like all that. And I'm trying to follow that same formula. Same same formula. I think it was important in in the process that you just explained was every time you reached a problem, you said hope. 
let me find a solution. Yeah. Right. It's not a, oh shit, I can't do the, I, gotta, I don't want to put up this 20%. You know what? I guess I just ain't going to invest in real estate. It's okay. Let me find this next move where I know I can do it without putting up that 20%. Yeah. And that's important. And, and people that's listening, find a problem, approach a problem, find a solution to it. Absolutely. Don't just give up. And I went to my friend, like, with, like I say, a situation where I'm like, yo, I know this is me asking you for a favor. So I'm not asking for anything like half and half. Like, shit, just give me a little something so I can learn. Yeah, like, and he was just like, nah, we're going to give you a nice amount. And I'm still, you know what I mean, show you how to do this shit the right way. I'm going to give you the play. And uh, Henry actually gave me the plan on the book, too. Like, Henry, my brother. Like, you know what I'm saying? Henry gave me the plan on how to get my book written and published and all of that. Like, I done learned a lot from that dude. You know what I mean? And um, it's just good to have a good network of people around you, too, man. And I say that in my book as well. I talk about, like, building your network and all of that shit because it's going to help you a lot. Like, you can't do shit out here on your own. Like, Not at all. Mm -hmm. I know for myself that's a lesson because, man... I'm a prideful nigga, dog. I ain't gonna lie to nobody. I do not like asking for help, but like... He sure fucking don't. I be don't. Stressed <laughs> the fuck, yeah, I be real be stressed the fuck out I and not say shit. I not tell nobody shit. But like, just looking at how you got into the flipping, just leveraging your network to really get into the things that you want to get into, right? Yeah. Instead of like trying to do it yourself. It's yeah. really an important thing. Yeah. And at this point, like, I got a network to where I can pretty much reach out and call anybody, like, for anything, like, with this shit. It's, like, mm -hmm. it's so cool. Like, if I want to, you know what I mean, start buying houses in an expensive market, I can reach out to my guy, Lamar, 1-800-HUSTLER. He down there buying houses for twenty dollars $30,000 in Monroe. And if I want to, like, understand something in, like, crypto, I can reach out to Zay. Like, if I want to understand something in tech, I can reach out to Tay. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I want to understand something in development, I can reach out to Scotty. Like, if I want to understand something in zoning, I can reach out to Tim. Like, if I want to understand something in stocks and options, I can reach out to Charles. It's just, like, my network now is just, like, insane. Like, these are phone numbers that I have on my phone. This ain't nobody that I got a DM. It's mm -hmm. like, I can shoot a motherfucker a message, a call, like, hey, bro, what's good? I got a question for you. And they not going to be like, well, yeah, it's going to be $500 to talk to me for an hour. Like, it ain't going to be that. Remember that constitution, bro. Yeah, it's just going to be, like, legit love and just, like, information sharing. And I'm glad that I'm blessed to have that network and those relationships because everybody don't got that. Hmm. Thanks. I love it, my brother. Well, Dre, bro. This has been another great installment with you. I know we kind of coming up on time. No, I do want to ask him that, that one last question, though, man. The, Our yeah. favorite question. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. Dre, man, what is one personal finance tip or principle that you would like to leave with the people that you live by? Stop trying to impress people who don't give a fuck about you with your money. Do what is best for you and your family with your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know that going about your whole family the newest drop on the mics is going to set you back. Like, don't do that shit just so you can flick it up for the gram. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, put that money up. Save it for, you know what I'm saying, groceries next month, emergency fund, whatever the case may be. Like, shit, you and your kids got 10, 12 pair of shoes. Shit, you can only wear one at a time. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like certain stuff, like, you got to be able to, like, understand and be responsible with. I think a lot of times people just really, like, neglect simple responsibility. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's just like, I think a lot of people just like they say ignorance is bliss, like really enjoy being ignorant, just like really not knowing because when you tell them some real shit and you tell them the truth, they like try to deny it or walk away from it. But whole time they know that shit real. They just don't want to like accept it because they know it's going to have to change something. They're going to have to alter something. They're going to have to take responsibility. You know what I'm saying? And most people don't want to do that. So, man, I would say, man, just like stop trying to impress other people. Or giving a fuck about what other people say and do what you need to do with your money. And deep down, you know what you need to do with your bread. Like, everybody do. Like, we be knowing. 
We like, man, I shouldn't be buying this shit, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah, like all that shit. And it's just like, don't let the internet trick you out of your position. You know what I'm saying? Like, do what the fuck you need to do with your money and fuck what these other people thinking. Like, it don't matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Focus on you and the growth of your family. Mm. That's real. That's some real shit. That's real shit. Drake. Let them know where they can follow you, where they can get your merch, where they can get the book, all of that. Everything is at www.therenaissanceu.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-A-I-S-S-A-N-C-E-U.com. You can find all of my content there, all of my series, The Landlord Life, Collecting Gems. Um, You can find my merch there. You can find my courses there. You can find my book there, which... I'm launching tomorrow. I don't know when this is going to air, but January 22nd is when the book is going to come out. And yeah, man, Instagram at Renaissance125. I'm becoming a pretty popular guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> people like me. He lit. I think people like me. You know what I mean? You can go there, click the link in my bio to access all of that stuff as well and just access to my day to day content and stuff, man. I'm at Renaissance125 across all platforms. And also, the book is going to be free, man. Oh, oh, I was about to ask you, like, if we was gonna get a link, we could drop yeah, down yeah, that. Yeah, 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 free book, man. Yeah, so like, if you know somebody who's trying to get their shit together, if you trying to get your shit together, just you got a little brother, sister, you know, somebody coming home from the joint or in the joint, yeah. any of that kind of shit, man. This is what they need. Like, this is what I needed 10, 12 years ago. You know what I mean? When I was trying to figure this shit out, when I was trying to you know, get on the right path and get my shit together. And I promise you, it don't disappoint because it's not just me. I got interviews in the book. I got celebrities in the book. Like, it's popping. I, Man, I can't wait to read it, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. I hey, can't yo, wait to read I'm it. Excited. Y'all, click that link down in the show. You got, you got no excuses now. And it's free. And it's free. And it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's like some of y'all, like, niggas y'all know, I ain't like not no foo-foo motherfuckers. Like, I'm talking to motherfuckers who working with people like, damn. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, it's up. Yeah, yeah. I know you lit. Yeah. <laughs> I know you lit. Yeah. We know. Yeah. yeah. So, but y'all brothers got anything else before we wrap up? Or let's get into the sound screen. Well, yeah. I just want to say to Dre, thank you again, man. It's always a pleasure having you on, getting to chop it up with you. Everybody, y'all make sure y'all cop that book. And like Jalen said, we just hop into a couple house cleaning items. As always, thank y'all for listening to the Black Wealth Renaissance podcast week in and week out. Make sure that you leave that five-star rating and review on your way out. Giving us that feedback helps us continue to grow the show and improve what we're doing and making it better. We try to take this thing all the way to the top, baby. So y'all keep doing that for us. Check out BWR Academy. Weekly classes, accountability calls. What else we got, Jalen? Man, we also got the podcast's playbook. You can get that if you want to learn how to start a podcast. If you want to learn what equipment you need, how to edit your podcast, how to find guests, how to actually maintain Find your niche, how to really figure out how to find you a target audience. It's all in there. And we didn't want an award off of this, so we got the validity. Y'all come, go get it. It's only $4.99 now. It was $2.47 last year. We went up. It's $4.99, but I promise you, it's got everything you need. Hey, man, I just want to say keep rocking with us. Thank y'all for supporting us, and keep rocking with us, man. For sure. Hey, man. Y'all stay on the lookout for this season, folks. Shit, it's about to get crazy. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, y'all, Black Wolf Renaissance signing out. Peace.
Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.